Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by VIP digital editor Bronwyn O'Neill. Hello. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us once again. So The Wheel of Time season two. Yes, it is back. Um, if anyone has noticed, it's on Prime Video and it kind of it came out around the same time that they had um, the, I think just before the Lord of the Rings TV show. So I think it was kind of like gearing up for this like fantasy world that Prime was like preparing and maybe like a little test run to see how it went. And um, it's another adaptation. It's, it's also an adaptation of a book um, and it's, really fun it's really good um and it is just like this fantasy show about a group of kind of young people they're kind of like in their probably early 20s um and one of them is the dragon reborn in the in the first season you're trying to figure out who it was and i won't say who who it is but when i found out in the last episode i was like i don't think i'm ever gonna watch the show again (laughs) it really annoyed me um i was really really frustrated and i had seen people say this is who it is in the book but it would be really interesting if they went down a different route especially because they kind they had like kind of tease that it was a different person I was like that would be really cool and then they kind of went a bit basic with who it is um, and that's kind I was of a not... shame yeah it is I suppose if you're like a diehard fan of the books then sure <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. that you know they, you had to follow that but also a bit boring a bit basic but Rosamund Pike uh, is in it she's like one of the witches they have like fancy names but they're witches um, and I love her so I'm gonna watch it anyway and we have um, a few Irish heads in it we had Daryl McCormick last season he was in it um, and that was kind of before I really knew, I, I think anyone really knew who he was it was definitely before Good Luck Julio Grande or whatever that like quite big film he was in um, and this year we have Donald or this season we have Donald Finn in it as well so you know as you are well aware I will watch pretty much anything for an Irish actor mm-hmm. uh, so I'll be sat and unfortunately another thing I'm really selling this I feel um, <laughs> but it comes out weekly okay. which you know is my, my pet peeve <laughs> but it, they are like quite chunky they're about like a good solid hour per episode okay. so a part of me is kind of like you wouldn't be watching like watching them like binging them I I don't think um, anyway but if you're a big fantasy fan these are definitely this is definitely a show for you and you have a whole season if you haven't watched the first season to catch up on and kind of sink your teeth into and then you can be you can feel how I felt when you found out who the dragon reborn is (laughs) but I'm intrigued because obviously it is a book series so there are there's lots of kind of back uh, or loads of material for them to go off but I always am like oh we we kind of find out the plot now what do, where do we go from here but I trust them it's, it's looking good trust the process as they say exactly <laughs> and then Love is Blind Life After the Altar that was always a programme I wasn't sure if I liked or not to begin with I um, I think Love is Blind is the perfect reality TV show I think uh, that is not me saying that it is good or bad but I think it is exactly what reality TV should be it's kind of silly it's kind of over the top it always has this like really weird level of drama and they always have the most unhinged characters mm-hmm. in it. Now, this is a reunion show and I would never really be like, oh, watch the reunion show. I'm not really a reunion show person, but 
season four of Love is Blind was probably the most unhinged season ever. So I was like, I need to know what these people are doing a year after they got married because these people never stay together. They're always getting divorced mm-hmm. or breaking up or throwing engagement rings into pools. It's just <laughs> insane. And I think that it's like, it is just bread, like the bread and butter of reality TV for me personally. I know it's definitely like not, you know, it's, it's not original. It, it has come in kind of an oversaturated time of reality TV. But I really have a soft spot for Love is Blind. And I think if you want a bit of drama, and again, I think it might be because they're American, they're just that little bit more unhinged or maybe playing up for the cameras. I don't really know, but it makes brilliant telly. Absolutely. And then if you don't want telly, you don't want to be watching something. In fact, you want to read something. Ashling Ever After. The last Ashling book is here. It's out uh, today, actually. So if you haven't got it, if you haven't pre-ordered it, if you haven't seen it, run and get it now because I feel like this book is going to be gone. It has such a cult following. I don't even know if cult following is correct because it is just like very mainstream. It's so beloved for good reason. Um, And I feel very weird that we're saying goodbye to it. So it's the fifth book in the Ashling series. And... I I remember like getting the first book. I think I was in college getting it, and now I'm like, oh, I'm really grown up with Ashley now. I'm like mm. old. <laughs> um, but it is, but it is interesting how how it's kind of grabbed onto a generation, really, hasn't it? It really, really has. Because I think we were we started off with like a Facebook group where we kind of people were making fun of Ashley, yeah. and now she's really a beloved character caricature whatever you feel about it and I remember like being in the Facebook group and being like I'm definitely not an Ashley and now I'm like oh, I am <laughs> like I am 100% a cult, like a cult she at heart love coming back home I like I have my little tiny car I don't even wear high heels into the office but if I did my runners would 100% be in a bag with me so I could slip into them because you know you can't be hurting your feet I'm such a I'm such an Ashley and I stand by that and I'm, I'm not afraid to say it if you're late to the party would you recommend starting from the beginning yeah, of course. I think you really need to get into them. And I also think they're not, like, difficult reads. You, you know, you have a fun time. There are those kind of, not upsetting, but there are kind of heartfelt moments. There are moments where you do shed a few tears. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're like rom-coms as books. And you feel, like, just so warm. And you know that you're going to relate to them if you're... You might not be an Ashlyn, but you could be Magella, you could be a Scythe. You're definitely in it. Um, you're one of them. <laughs> you're one of them. And if you're not, you definitely know someone who is one of them. I love that. Love that. Brahman O'Neill, VIP Digital Editor. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you so much for chatting to us.